The Hearing, a legal podcast from Thomson Reuters. My legal job and me. I'm Tracy DeVeston. I'm a partner at Palace Partners, LLP. I co-lead our White Collar and Global Investigation Group, and I work on high-profile litigation and investigation matters. I split my time between regulatory and internal investigations on the one hand and managing complex litigation on the other, and that's in sectors ranging from financial services, pharma, energy and more. I knew at an early age that I wanted to be a lawyer. I studied law, followed by law school, and then moved straight on to the preeminent litigation firm at the time as a trainee or article clerk, as it was called at the time. My first seat was in banking and finance litigation, and I've spent a lot of my career in that area. I enjoyed the cut and thrust of the litigation and the nuances and sensitivities involved in regulatory investigations. And then following stints with the firm in Hong Kong, an appointment as one of the first judicial assistants in the Court of Appeal, time in Australia, and then working on some Enron-related litigation and a secondment to General Electric, I then moved to a company within General Electric as its compliance officer. And very soon after that, I was invited to join GE full-time, and I had litigation and compliance responsibility for three GE Capital businesses, and then for seven GE Capital businesses, and ultimately I was responsible for managing litigation and compliance across the UK and 16 other countries in Europe. After nine years there, I had the opportunity to join Barclays, and there I was the Head of Litigation, Investigations and Enforcement, again leading a team of fantastic in-house lawyers, and my role there was to manage significant litigation and regulatory and internal investigations that impacted the bank in the UK and EMEA. I was involved in high-profile litigation investigations arising out of the 2008 financial crisis, so LIBOR, FX, the metals investigations, the Amanda Savely litigation, the FCA's investigation into the then CEO, Jez Staley, and many, many other litigation, investigation, regulatory enforcement matters. And that gets me closer to where I am now, because whilst there I had the opportunity to meet some of my current partners at Palace, and in particular our managing partner, Natasha Harrison. She persuaded me back into private practice, and I found that the skills I'd learned in-house were invaluable in terms of the shape of advice that I now offer to clients. And what I've really enjoyed is being able to work both in-house and in private practice and really experience both being the client and advising the clients. I really don't think I have a typical day. When I'm involved, for example, in a complex investigation, it can be all-encompassing. And I may be in all day, all week or all month meetings, interviewing people or drafting investigation reports or attending meetings with the regulators. So, 
You know, this might be with the Financial Conduct Authority, with the Prudential Regulatory Authority, or with global regulators, particularly in the US. But alternatively, on my litigation matters, I may be developing litigation strategy. I may be corresponding with the other side. I could be attending a hearing a without prejudice meeting or drafting an application or pleading. I guess that's what makes my job so interesting. It's the fact that no day is the same as the next because the subject matter of the litigation or investigation often changes and the strategy is so dependent on different factors. Every day is an interesting day. There are many parts of the job that I really enjoy. I particularly enjoy gathering facts, putting pieces of the jigsaw together in an investigation, finding the missing pieces or finding a solution for firms who are negotiating with the regulators, for example, on a settlement or negotiating for clients who are involved in a hard-fought dispute. And in litigation, I really enjoy building the facts and establishing the narrative to understand the rationale behind why certain things have been done in a particular way or looking at the different fact patterns and then applying the legal arguments in order to defend my client or to argue my client's position. Anyone who knows me will know that I'm a fierce advocate of diversity within the profession. When I started out, women were not allowed to wear trousers at law firms, as if what one wears to work could possibly impact the advice one gives. There were already equivalent numbers of men and women who were entering the profession at the trainee level, but there were very few women partners and I felt not many that I could relate to with many women trying to fit in in an extremely male environment. By the time I moved in-house to General Electric, where the workforce was extremely diverse at every level, even in leadership roles, it felt different. The culture felt different. And it was something that I have always wanted to emulate everywhere else that I've worked. Um, so at Barclays, we set up something called RISE, which was intended to ensure that we used the power of being the clients with our external law firms to ensure diversity. That meant that we wanted our external law firms to provide a diverse panel working on teams that worked on our matters, that we had diversity when we were selecting experts, barristers, in order to make a societal impact. Also within the legal team at Barclays, I championed hybrid working well before COVID, supporting women and parents after parental leave to acclimatise back into work and really ensuring that diversity was taken into account when it comes to recruitment and promotion in all areas. And since returning to private practice in the firm I joined and now in Palace, I've chaired or led our diversity initiatives. So I'm pleased to say that our team at Palace are truly diverse in terms of gender, religion, nationality, race. We 
all understand and value all of the partners, the value and advantages of having diversity of thoughts and experiences, both in the work that we do, but also in the relationships that we have with our clients. In fact, we are a majority women-owned firm, and one of our pledges right from the start has been to achieve diversity parity by 2025. Working on some of the most complex or high-profile litigation investigation matters, unsurprisingly, the work can be challenging and time-consuming. But I guess that's also what makes the work on those matters interesting and exciting. Some of the work we do, you may be looking at a new area of law or something that hasn't yet been tested. That's really interesting to look into. You don't always know which way a claim will go, but you build up your case through legal analysis. Most of my matters don't just involve applying the law. They also involve lots of other issues or aspects that are adjacent to an investigation. So it may involve data analysis, it may involve crisis management, it may involve working with the media or working with experts. Although all of this may be challenging, thankfully the most challenging matters are often the most rewarding. For anyone looking to get into investigations or disputes, I think it's important to plan and to work out what you want to do and the steps you need to take to get there. I always say to people to take charge of your own career. That may be right from the start. It might be getting work experience. It may be making sure you apply to do the right seats during your training. It's volunteering and looking out for opportunities and also getting mentoring. So speak to people who are engaged in this area of law or in their career and ask questions. I think it's always really helped me to be curious and also to say yes when opportunities arise. The Hearing, my legal job and me, a podcast from Thomson Reuters. To find out more, go to tr.com forward slash the hearing or subscribe via iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.